Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, and with me, as always, is my co-host, the man who puts the ooh in tattoo, Sergio Lugo. <laughs> well, hi, Jeff. How, how, how is it going? It's going quite well, Sergio. How's it going for you? Uh, it's been a long week. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You know, not, not not being able to get gas, even though I don't need gas, and there's not actually a gas shortage, except now there's a gas shortage. It's it's just, it's just a long week. It's just a long week. It's, it's a little weird. I, I saw a couple of guys driving around town on motorcycles and go-karts and, like, you know, spandex leather. It was kind of crazy. Is 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 that a is that a Mad Max joke? Yep. Is that is that what that was? Anytime there's a gas shortage or any kind of anything involving gas, you gotta go to the Mad Max reference. Okay. All right. Okay. More specifically, the Road Warrior. But <laughs> we we can have a whole other conversation about how those movies don't make sense. But let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about Ninja Turtles. Really? Again? Again, yeah. Oh, wow. at, at some point, we're going to swap this over to something else. Yeah. No, we're not. We're, it's never, ever. Unless... Flip the script on everybody. I don't know. Like, like we've named our podcast Shellheads, which means we've kind of pigeonholed ourselves. We can't... Unless we're going to talk about, like, crustaceans. Uh, mm, I don't know. I, I don't see that we have very many, many, many choices. We kind of have to go Ninja Turtles, full force. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. So, uh, with that said, I guess the fir- what's what's our first segment? It's time to see what's in Sergio's box. Fantastic. Uh, let's see what's in Sergio's box. Uh, I got a couple of things, not anything too crazy this week. Uh, the f- the first thing uh, is, do you remember a couple of weeks ago when I said that I got the 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 the, the Rocksteady action figure from the 2012 show yes well i got the bebop one nice to go with him uh it's 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 the exact same like run they have the exact same like stickers on the front you know i I made sure that they were you know pretty identical i got a decent price i think it was 30 bucks 35 bucks yeah you know at, at this point it's almost a decade old when it comes to action figures so yeah and it's not like it was produced. It's not like it was mass produced like the original run, in the, you know, in the in the eighties. So, right. I'm happy with the price I paid. Uh, another thing that I got, uh, which I'll probably get more use out of than just an unopened action figure, uh, is the IDW collection volume eleven. Ooh. Uh, and it, for those of you who aren't aware, of course, the IDW uh, comics are the comics. Uh, the the IDW collections are the hardback. Uh, reprints of those uh, that are real nice and big and you know sturdy and they, they look really good. Uh, Dan Duncan does the covers on all of them. This one has a uh, Casey on the cover, mm-hmm. uh, and this one collects books 16 through 22 of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universe uh, and books 76 through 84 of the ongoing. Ninja Turtle series, and also Macro series Donatello. Nice. So yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a beefy baby. Uh, that was I believe it was like twenty five thirty bucks something like that. That sounds about right for a hardback. Yeah. Uh, it, 
man, it's four. It's almost 400 pages. It's it's 392 pages. Uh, and me and you, we have not even gotten to like in in the the ones that we're reading for the podcast, we haven't even gotten to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universe yet. Mm-hmm. So, so, so their, their hardbacks are, are they're kind of a ahead of the game right now. I like it. Good, good, good. Uh, I think there's only one after this that I don't have. I think mm-hmm. uh, I'd have to I'd have to check my wish list. Let me check my wish list real quick. All right. Uh, I know there's one with Jenica on the cover that's coming out. Uh, and there's one with oh number twelve. Number twelve has Hob on the cover, and I don't have that one, so okay. I gotta get on top of it. Yep. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, do you have anything in your box? I actually do. Well, it's not really a box per se. I I ventured forth um, because I'm uh, fully vaccinated. Uh, I went down to my local game exchange, and um, you're kinda, a vaccine looking for some action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, went through uh, um, my uh, my hold and uh, got a bunch of stuff out, inclu- including this completes my retro collection minus um, uh, of video games, minus uh, Turtles Tournament Fighter for NES, because that's almost impossible to find. Yeah. Um, it is back to, back from the sewers. Uh, uh, the the second Turtles game for Game Boy. Oh, that's the one I'm missing. How much yeah. did you pay for it? I think it was like maybe fifteen or less. What? I can't remember. I need to go check the. Uh, wait. What? No, I've, got, I've got it. Hang on. Let me see. Wait a minute. No, that's the, okay. That's the one I have. I have that one. It's Radical Rescue. I don't have. That one I do have as well. No, yeah, I paid sixteen bucks for it. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's Radical Rescue, the one that's really crazy priced. I have that as well. I don't recall paying very much for that at all. I think it was in that price range as well. So I will be on the lookout for another one. Yes, please. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that thing's that thing's going for about twenty bucks on eBay right now. So I mean, that's about. Say, yeah, you got a you got a deal. You didn't have to pay shipping. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So it's very it's good condition, great label. Um, so I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty pleased. Cool. And now time for the news. Okay, we have a few pieces of news this week. Uh, nothing earth shattering. Um, but do you want to take the first one, or do you want me to take the first one? Uh. Let me go first. Okay. Um, not to start off on a sad note, um, but we lost um, a member of the Ninja Turtle family, uh, Michael Edens, who wrote uh, for the original 1987 cartoon. Um, he wrote and co-wrote uh, several episodes, uh, including Camera Bugged, Ninja Sword of Nowhere, Pizza by the Shred, Mutagen Monster, Funny They Shrank Michelangelo, uh, Ring of Fire, Tower of Power, and The Lost Queen of Atlantis. Mm. Um, he also wrote for tons of other Saturday morning cartoons, like Real Ghostbusters, Cops, Tailspin, Exo Squad, X-Men, Spider-Man, all of that. Men in Black, just a ton of great series. Um so we'll we'll miss him, but you know we appreciate his contributions uh, to those heroes in the half shell. 
word. Rest in peace, man. Yep. Uh, I, I, I guess I guess I get to go next. Yes, yes. Uh, on uh, I guess on lighter news. Um, let's see. We thanks. I I can't decide if this next thing is is officially a uh, a leak or an announcement or not a. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So basically, what came out yesterday? Yeah, yesterday is that we're getting. TMNT versus Cobra Kai action figures. I mean, that's kind of a weird mashup, but I get it because Cobra Kai is like so hot right now. Does, I, I guess I didn't realize Playmates had the rights to Cobra Kai action figures. I I didn't unless they snagged them up. And I guess it would make sense, or maybe they just had like a lingering Karate Kid license, and they were like, "Can we do this?" And they checked with their lawyers, and they said, "You totally can." Yeah. Uh, I, no images have been released, but knowing Playmates, it's probably going to be some sort of cheap repaint uh, that nobody actually wants. But see, how could they repaint them though? The turtles with with a paintbrush. Well, I mean, like, would they use? Would they just use the leftover like Ghostbusters Ninja Turtles <laughs> figures as a guide? What? No. What? They have hair. Well, no, no, this is, like, these are two-packs. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I like, got like, you. Yeah, it's I like Donatello you. and Johnny Lawrence, or versus Johnny Lawrence, whoever that is. I don't watch Cobra Kai, so. You're not a karate guy. I am not a karate guy. Yeah. Cobra Kai. Let me see. Action figures. Like, are they already doing these? Hmm. I don't know. I'm very, very curious as to what these are going to look like and what I, I They would have to be incredible for me to want to buy them. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're like Batman versus Ninja Turtles good. No. And, and I don't even think they're going to be as good as the proposed uh, Turtles uh, Power Rangers figures that are coming out. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it just seems like a really weird mashup Un- unless there's a comic thing that hasn't been announced yet. Hmm. Hey man, gimmicks are everything in this industry. That's true. That's true. I mean, look yeah. at all the weird crap we grew up with. True. Like you know, turtles that got mutated into teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yeah. Uh, and I and mean, it's, it's a total well, '80s thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. 80s. I don't see any like official press releases to go with these. Like they didn't come with any images, but you can currently pre-order them from a website called TV Toys on Fire. Mm-hmm. Ca, which is a Canadian site, uh, and they go into very specific detail as to what they are. So, mm-hmm. unless somebody in their product department got really creative, I would assume these are actually going to happen. Uh, that does it for that. Uh, what's what, what? What else do we have for news? Well, we've got some uh, some more figure news. Uh, very interesting figure news. Uh, I think a little bit better than uh, you know, the Playmates thing. Uh, let's see here. I'm getting notes. Teenage Mecha Ninja Turtles figures. You're like, say what? Yeah. If you combined Mobile Suit Gundam 
and a Ninja Turtle. That This is basically what you get. This thing so, is like, wild. They look incredible. Um, they're by Snap Designs and Heat Boys, uh, formerly uh, Dream EX. They did these awesome, like, Turtles figures that look like a cross between the 80s cartoon and 2K3. And they, oh god, these 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 figures were breathtaking. I did not get these because, yeah, uh, they were expensive. So we get the four turtles, and they're working on a shredder uh, one as well. No no release date yet. This was released at, at I believe a like a Chinese toy fair or, or toy show. So um, hopefully we'll get some more information uh, on that in the coming months. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 figure that was on display is said to be nine inches tall. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what to take make of these things. Like they look cool, but yeah. they don't make any sense whatsoever. Well, again, it's like it's like fan art gone wild. Yeah, yeah. No, I dig it because you know I'm into robots and anime and all that kind of crazy stuff. So, you know, if it's if it's reasonably priced, I would at least get Michelangelo. Okay, okay. What 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 is reasonably priced? I think between one and two hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Collectors wise, like if you're gonna All go, right. but like if it's three to five hundred new. Don't a lot of these like Gundam style figures? Don't they come unpainted sometimes? Yeah, the the, the, the those are model kits, and you have to. Would, put them would these be figures or model kits? They look like straight up figures. Although I wouldn't be opposed to putting a model kit together. That'd be dope. I'm not painting a darn thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not painting it either, but <laughs> I don't I don't uh, have patience for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, if if I were a betting man, I'd put some money on these never never being seen stateside. Maybe. But I'm I not a betting be, man. Well, the last ones came to the Big Bad Toy Store for like 189 each. So who knows? Maybe who knows? These yeah. just seem really, really, really niche. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, like a, a mom isn't gonna stumble into a store and be like, "Ooh, a two hundred dollar robot Ninja Turtle." I'm sure my twelve oh. year old wants that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just 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 real weird. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I'll take the last piece of news, which is also figure news. <laughs> just all kinds of figures popping up. Yeah, uh, we've talked multiple times uh, on on this show about um, what are they? Super Seven's reaction figures. Yeah, uh, and how they just keep announcing new ones. Uh, some of the, they've got, of course, all the original turtles. They've got some side characters. They even have uh, re, uh, their versions of classic turtles playmates toys that are done as reaction figures. Well, uh, they just announced that there is a Set of reaction figures coming of the four turtles, uh, and they're styled uh, in the style of the original Mirage Turtles. Or let me rephrase that. They have the paint jobs of the original Mirage Turtles. Yeah. Uh, And, of course, the cards, the the card backs, are styled like that as well, uh, Mm -hmm. which is really the the selling point of these these reaction figures is, is the card backs. Yeah, and it looks like um, Eastman has done the uh, the art for all four of them. Are we sure? Are we sure that was him? Mm, 
I mean, it sure looks like it. Let's see. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. In the press release, it does say, say that it was Kevin Eastman. Okay. So you are correct. Uh, oh. That kind of makes me want to get them. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of a sucker for those old school style toys. Like, I haven't gotten any of them yet. Mm-hmm. But, again, like, the selling point for these is the card art. Yeah. You know, because it's so good. And that's, you know, that's what, you know, sold you as a kid. Like, oh, this is awesome. Well, of course, the figure had to look, you know, somewhat aesthetically pleasing. Um, <laughs> or not. You just, you just You just want some toys. Um, yeah. But th- these look great. I love how they've got, you know, the serious faces and whatnot. Um, it I bugs would, me. bugs me that there's pizza. Yeah, because they didn't really eat a lot of pizza in the uh, the Mirage comics. You yeah. would see, you know, you see pizza boxes. but Yeah, but they weren't known for their, uh, their, their need to eat pizza. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get these, you know, uh, which – congrats to me for saying no to something uh and i've I've been seeing these reaction figures in target on my my like three times weekly trips to target and i noticed something about them that another thing about them that i really despise oh they don't stand up like if you leave them in package there's no way to stand them up without a stand you know how some uh figures like this they extend the bubble just enough to make it kind of like a kickstand. Yeah. To where you can just place it on a shelf and it just stand on its own. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with these. That does present a problem for display purposes. Yeah. So they're encouraging you to open it and mess up the the the, the card art, which I I I get opening stuff, but these ter- these don't have points of articulation. You're not going to put them in cool poses. So mm-hmm. it's 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 just a it's a conundrum that I don't want in my life. Yeah, I mean, so I'm face, not gonna buy them. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's fine. I mean, you can't get them all individually. They, um, you have to buy them all together. Yeah. So. Uh, and what? But, they're exclusively through preview previews. Uh, yeah, and you can also get them from Big Bad Toy Store. Well, yeah, anything that big, anything that hits previews hits Big Bad Big Bad Toys. Yeah. Um, the last piece of not really news that uh, I wanted to talk about was uh, last week. On Star Wars Day, somehow the Ninja Turtles trended on Twitter and other uh, social media outlets uh, for some stuff that wasn't really news, but Mm -hmm. stuff that was Star Wars adjacent. Um, Back in the 90s, the Star Wars license was up in the air, and Playmates kind of stuck their neck out and said, hey, we totally want the Star Wars license. Here's something we could do with it. And they sent a bunch of art to uh, Lucasfilm that were they were basically the turtles in like Star Wars themed costumes or Star Wars like a Star Wars turtles crossover figures. Yeah. And those trended on Twitter because uh, the, the images is Again, the images have been on the internet before. It's not like these things were new. Uh, and in, in fact, the book that me and you have, that, that you know, we we actually spoke with Chris Fawcett, Rad Plastic, has yep. these images in it. And in nice high quality. Yeah. So it, it's it, this wasn't like a hidden treasure that was just unearthed. It just happened to trend on Twitter because the right person shared it. It was crazy. 
yeah. It's like one of those things that were, you know, it's kind of like in a corner somewhere of the internet that people just kind of like forgot about. And they're like, oh, wait. So like some people are like seeing it for the first time. And like when I saw it in the mm-hmm. book, I was like, holy crap, I want those figures. And there's an Indiana Jones Raphael. I'm like, I want all of this. <laughs> Darth Vader Shredder. I was like, dude, sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Darth Shredder. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. The internet is such a weird place, man. Like, I'll just be surfing, and I'll be surfing, and I'll be surfing, and then three years later, I get rickrolled again. Yep. You know? Th- things are cyclical, and they just don't die. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, well, Jeff, that does it for news. Yeah. What's our topic? What are we talking about this week? We are diving back into the uh, TMNT adventures from Archie Comics. Yeah, it's been a little while since we've talked about these. It has. Well, we've got a a fantastic episode lined up featuring a a kidnapped dog, family dog, uh, slapping sumo butt cheeks, top man ninjas, a missing midwife, assassins, uh, a rat and a turtle helping birth a baby, history lessons, a bird man, and so much more. (laughs) But first, let's take a break. Great job, team. Head back to base for debriefing and cocktail. Hey, everybody. It's Sergio from Reality Breached. Our team is excited to share with you our newest podcast limited series, Debriefing and Cocktails, our official 007 podcast. From tropes to theme songs, we break down every single James Bond film, culminating with the long-awaited new movie, No Time to Die. Subscribe to Debriefing and Cocktails today via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast player. Visit realitybreached.com for more details. And we're back. Uh, let, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So did, did you enjoy this? This uh, I think we read what? Nine, was it nine issues? Eight, nine issues? Nine issues, yeah. Nine. How, how'd you feel? How'd you feel about them? Uh, some were a little slow. Um, but once it started to kind of pick up a bit, um, I mean, again... You know, I own some of these issues mm-hmm. um, and remember, I think, getting them from uh, our local grocery store uh, comic rack. Um, so I, I kind of have I, I got some memories there. <laughs> so uh, so so we we covered like six issues of the of the of the run and then three issues uh, that are a, an April O'Neil miniseries. Yeah. And funny, funny thing about the ones that we did read, uh, they have not been collected by IDW. Mm-mm. The the like all of the other Archie comics have pretty much uh, in in the normal run. Uh, this specific group of books deals with a lot of like religious deities. Yeah, and. Let's just say in the context of 2021, uh, it is very possible that a lot of what happens in these books could be deemed very insensitive. That is quite possible, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about, uh, what, what what is it, Buddhism, mm-hmm. to, to really say whether or not turning their religious figure into a llama is insensitive, but I I would assume it is. I mean, Animaniacs did it. Yeah, and I'm sure that they wouldn't play that on TV in 2021. I don't know, maybe. 
Maybe. Uh, so, so yeah, nor- normally when I post these, I, I send put links saying, hey, here's where you can go purchase this stuff. I don't – there's not really an, an easy way to purchase this unless you're going to track down the floppies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird little black hole uh, yeah. when, it, when it comes to the, the reprints. Um, okay, Jeff. What is the first book that we read? The first one is issue 32, The Good, The Bad, and The Tattooed. Yes. Uh, I liked this one. Uh, that cover – do you know who drew that cover, Jeff? That would be Peter Laird. Mr. Peter Laird. Uh, and I, I don't think we mentioned this enough, but Peter Laird, and and I believe Kevin Eastman too, did a lot of the covers for TMNT Adventures. Just yeah. kind of swooped in, drew one, and then you know flew out. Because they mean, didn't I, do any of the stories. No. So it's, it's cool to see uh, just epic art on the cover of this one. It really is. Okay. So, high-level overview. Turtles are still in, is this Japan? Yeah. Yeah, so they're in Japan. Uh, and, and this is directly following the, the, the encounter they had in issue 31. Uh, and they're still there. They haven't quite packed up their bags and left. Uh, they're just kind of having a powwow. And they're approached by this sumo guy who's yellow. So he's, a, he's apparently a Simpsons character. Apparently. Uh, who his... Chihuahua has been stolen and is being held for ransom. Uh, to uh, to get the Chihuahua back, his the the, the 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 captors are saying he has to throw his uh, his upcoming sumo match. He asks the turtles and Ninjara and Splinter for help, and well, and April, like the whole crew, the whole crew that's there, uh, he asks for help, and they say yes, we'll help you, and they come up with a plan to track down the captors. Uh, during the sumo match, because that is, of course, the last. That's the 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 time when they would least expect it. Uh, the sumo guy's name is Tattoo, and he's covered in what, Jeff? Arm hair. <laughs> Tattoos. <gasps> Didn't we get an action figure of Tattoo? That's a good question. I'm like I vividly remember. Having a, a tattoo action figure. Hmm. And I think it even came with like stickers as tattoos. Yeah, there he is. He yeah. See? See? Oh, yeah. He was, I don't think he was ever in the cartoon, though. Not to my, not, I can't, not to my recollection. Yeah. He's currently available on eBay for $212. Oof. Mint in package. Nice. Uh, tattoo. So. He wins the sumo sumo uh, match. The turtles uh, f- go through and have an absolute awesome fight with uh with the captors of Inky, uh, the 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 Chihuahua. But ultimately, as as you know, turtles win, and the uh, sumo guy tattoo gifts them with a very old, very special sword. And that's pretty much how it ends. It's 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 very much a, a hey, while you're in Japan, let's do this one shot issue that doesn't really connect much with the, the 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 issues before or after it, other than it's set chronologically in that location. Yeah. Uh, Chris Allen's art is on point this entire issue. Oh, uh, there's there's a reason he's my favorite TMNT Adventures artist. Uh, what'd you think of issue thirty two? I enjoyed this one a lot. This this could have been 
you know, again, I say it a lot about certain, you know, issues that this could have been a, a cartoon episode. Yeah, yeah. If you just you change know. the setting to New York, this easily translates into a cartoon episode. Yeah, but, you know, like, I get tired of that. Like, I like to see them travel and go other places and do stuff, you know? Yeah. And they could, and they'd, of course, they'd have to replace the guns with, like, lasers or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know? Um, well, the only reason that, like, in, in a 22-minute period, you don't want to have to have them travel to Japan and have to deal with the, the, the you know, hostage situation. Uh, now, if this was like a European vacation situation where they were in Japan for like half a season, yeah, this would totally work. Almost oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. No, I, I was not uh, insinuating that it would have been like, oh, let's just go to Japan for an episode. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, it would have had to have already been an arc that was happening, or you know, going yeah. on. It, it, you know, you could do a, a nice little two to four parter for certain ones. Yeah, that's how they would have done it in two two K three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I I don't have anything too detailed to say about this one. Uh, as I said, it's it's a it's a fun read. I really like tattoo, but other than that, it's it's just it's just it's just a good issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoy the art. Uh, in this and uh, you know, getting to uh, getting to see the turtles like you know climb a building to go see where, you know, Inky is and like just bust up through a window, start fighting. That's always a nice, it's always nice to see that. Yeah. So we got some really good action beats, um, you know, for the time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, okay. Well, let's, let's, let's go ahead and keep it moving. We got, we got a lot to cover and, and we have more impactful issues to cover. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, issue 33. Issue 33. This one is named Katmandu. Yes. Or I'm sorry, the karma of Katmandu. Yeah. And this one is this one's odd, but I do like that it kind of leads into what is it? A trilogy of issues? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is issue 33. And. This is the beginning of the turtles' journey back home, uh, and April and what's the, what's the the Asian girls Asian girls or the Japanese girl's name? Oh, Oyuki. Oyuki, yes. Uh, April and Oyuki, they're able to just get on a plane and fly home, uh, and their adventure takes them into the upcoming April O'Neil uh, miniseries that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Uh, while that's happening, the turtles are making their way back through Eastern uh, Asia, uh, basically through any means necessary. Splinter, being from Japan, or, or and you know being familiar with the area uh, as he was a human once, is taking the turtles through Tibet, uh, which is technically a part of China, which kind of gets me to the one thing I really want to talk about in this issue is. The writer uh, Dean Claren's uh, propensity for s always mixing the turtles in with social commentary in th in uh, in this issue and the next issue he goes into how Tibet has been screwed over the past you know 
decades about uh, you know Chinese takeover and whether or not Tibet's its own sovereign nation and it's and the thing is it's it's a, it's a political war that's kind of still going on today and it's really weird seeing it in the pages of a Ninja Turtles comic from the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah, uh, cuz cuz one, why? <laughs> why is it there? There's no reason for this to be in a kids comic. Like I understand that it's an important international thing. It's still a kids book. Maybe they were trying to learn kids some stuff. Maybe. I, I don't I don't know. I I I don't know. And like it Dean Claren does a really good job of obscuring like the nature the nature of uh, the Buddhist religion that I'm not sure what he made up and what is actual fact. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's so many things in this and the next book that are just said as if that is how the Buddhists believe, you know. And it's not like he could just go to the Internet and look that up. He Man, had to you're... either he, he either had to know this stuff. He had to do actual research to learn it or he's made up a bunch of stuff. Just read a book. <laughs> go to his local library. Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's right. just this is kind of an obscure book for kids to be learning Buddhism from. I, I will give you that. <laughs> yeah. Or or this this weird uh, anthropomorphic anthropomorphic version of Bo- Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, I'm I'm actually going to talk about the book now, but I, I it, this is such a bizarre set of books. Uh, so Splinter and the Turtles use the barter system to just kind of travel all the way through uh, Eastern Asia. Uh, they go from from, from J- Japan all the way through India. Uh, they're looking for the the Charlie Lama, which is basically Splinter's mentor uh, and also the leader of the the Buddhist religion. And we learn all about reincarnation and uh, achieving Nirvana and that the Charlie Lama has has turned down Nirvana in order to guide uh, other you know lives through their karmic journey. Like it's 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 it like it's a shame because I was like I thought everybody was a fan of Teen Spirit. Uh, shut up. <laughs> there, there is a there there is some pretty good uh, early '90s jokes in here. Yeah. One of those is is, is a solid Teen Spirit joke, so I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they come across a character named Catmandu, <laughs> and he's a Catman, dude. Yeah, I would have even taken that name. <laughs> uh, and he has four arms like Goro. Oh yeah. And like they have to fight whirling dervishes, which they say with such confidence that I believe <laughs> whirling dervishes are a thing. <laughs> Uh, and then there's a there's there's a skeleton monster and the the uh, Charlie Lama's missing. Like they they dig themselves into quite a, a a story hole in this book, considering they were just hanging out in Japan three pages ago. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of action and a lot of story like this is a dense 30 something pages. Uh, what are your thoughts on this book specifically? Um. Well, you know, a lot of these I don't remember reading. So, you know, this is kind of like, you know, that 
you know, diving into them, uh, kind of with semi-fresh eyes, because I remember some stuff. Um, again, I'm just going to say, you know, I enjoy seeing the Turtles in a different setting that's not New York. Mm-hmm. You know, I love New York, but I'm like, can we do something different? <laughs> you know, and there's, you know, being a, a, a you know, a, a teenage mutant turtle, not a lot of places you can go where you're like, what the flip is that? Is that a giant turtle man? <laughs> they do tend to be magnets for other animal beings, aren't they? They do. They most certainly do. <laughs> um, you know, but um, no, I, I, you know, I, I dig it. Um, at first you didn't know if a uh, Catman dude. I'm gonna call him Catman dude. I don't Cat care. Catman dude. Hey, that's yeah. an action figure waiting to happen. Oh man, come on. Um. Like, you don't know at the beginning if he's going to be a good guy or a bad guy. You know, I, I like how they play that up. Um, and then, like, oh, oh, hey, guys. <laughs> I can <laughs> kind of speak It's like, I can speak English. It's like, that's not how he sounds, but that's, you know. You don't know that's not how he sounds. He could. He could. <laughs> it, uh, thus begins the, the um, several issues of Michelangelo asking... Where's food, and are we there yet? Yep. Yep. And and that's one of those things that wasn't funny at first, but the more he asked, the funnier it got. Yeah. 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 Um, there is a color error in this. Um, let's see if I can find it on what page. I think I remember that color error, but I don't think it's actually a color error. I think it's just a like a miss printing of it like the red and the orange just like the orange was a bit too saturated yeah so it looks red it's it's donatello has has two swords but it's you know it's 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 leo so he's colored to look like donnie oh where is this it's early in the fight let's see on page oh yeah i see him page 19 i see him yeah that's that is an error on page 19 that's super blatant yeah yeah, that's that's not even like a printing error. That's just, oops. Yeah. On on the on the next page, on the very next page, there's another one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't <laughs> see that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. And Raphael is Leonardo apparently. Yeah. So so it's a little sloppy here and there. What else you got for this one? Because th- this one is a fascinating read. Uh, let's see. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, I guess I have to double down on why we, why do we need a history lesson? Why do we need to learn about Buddhism? Why, why, why? Maybe, maybe, maybe he, maybe Dean Claren was just so into putting his own interests into these books because it doesn't even feel like a Ninja Turtle book. Mm-hmm. It just feels like the turtles are stumbling into someone else's world. And throwing some punches, and the story just happens around them. That's possible. I'm ready to keep it moving. How about you? Let's keep going. Okay, issue 34. Let's get to the beginning of it. All right. Issue 34, The Search for the Charlie Llama. And this is another cover by Peter Laird. Mm -hmm. And this one's really cool. It really is. Yeah. Okay, issue 34. Uh, In this one... Uh, they they basically they're searching for the Charlie Llama uh, since 
the turtles, Splinter and Jaro, and Katmandu were not able to find him. Uh, he, he clearly was kidnapped uh, in the previous issue or before the previous issue. Uh, they're at his little hut on top of a mountain, and they come across a pregnant lady. Uh, as Ninjara so uh, eloquently put it, she's very pregnant. I do have to interject. It was the Crystal Palace, not a hut. It was a hut. It was a Crystal Palace. It's a hut. Look at it. It's a hut. It's a palace. It's a mini palace. What's a mini palace? A palace that's mini. It's a hut. They said Crystal Palace. Whatever. That picture is, the the drawing is a hut. It's a four-story hut, but it's still a hut. <laughs> So yeah, uh, the this 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 pregnant lady is looking for Charlie Llama as well, uh, and so so you know they, they they spend a lot of panels deciding what to do, and during that process she of course goes into labor. Splinter, who apparently when he was a human had to deal with childbirth before, uh, says, "Hey, I can handle this, but I need someone's help. Donatello, you're staying with me. We're gonna give birth to this baby." And Donatello's like, what? He's like, <laughs> Splinter's like, you're going to learn today. <laughs> and so they stay behind while the rest of the crew uh, goes to find the Charlie Llama. In their adventure, they come across monkeys, which are monkeys that are monks. I, I'm sure that's incredibly offensive. I don't, uh, I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I'm not going to speak for the for the for you know the Buddhists, but I'm sure it is. Uh, they they head to another temple. Okay, I'm sorry, another hut, another temple doesn't matter. And during the process, they get separated. Uh, Raphael and Ninjara end up ending uh, end up climbing the mountain, while Kamandu, Michelangelo, and Leonardo uh, fight some ninja guys that pop up in the smoke. When they finally get closer to where they're going, a bone man pops out. What was it? Did he have a name? Bone Lock? Yeah. Is, is, that, is that his name? Uh, I don't think that's his name name. But Katmandu rips him to shreds immediately, which was very impressive. Uh, they they end up finding the, the, the other palace or whatever it is. And we learn that the Charlie Llama was taken hostage because... They want to out him as not the real Dalai Lama. Yeah. To basically sway the entire religious majority. Uh, we meet the Charlie Lama who, after a very short conversation, dies immediately. And he, he dies basically of karmic suicide. I don't know if suicide's the right word, but he basically just lets his soul leave his body. Yeah. And he enters Nirvana or enters. No, he, no, he, no, because he doesn't he doesn't enter Nirvana because he reincarnates supposedly as the baby that. Uh, Donatello and Splinter are delivering over in the other's palace. Yeah. Slash hut. Then there's a big final battle. They beat the the, the dudes. Uh, the Charlie Lama has been rein, reincarnated as a human. All's well that ends well. They say goodbye to the Charlie Lama's body, and then they're leaving Tibet to go to Mecca. A lot of stuff happens in this issue. What did in, you think? Indeed it does. Um, 
I enjoyed. Did I miss this. anything? No, no, no. I think that's that was that was pretty concise and to the point. I really liked what what, what was it? there was one there was one scene that I really really liked in this book. Where was it? Oh, it was when Ninjara and and Raphael bust through the window on page twenty two. Let's see. Mm. Oh wait. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That is really nice. So, but you're right that like the art in this one is is still is crazy like above par. Yeah. Like this, 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 the art is better than a buy on the rack for a dollar twenty five book at a grocery store. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't really have any Easter eggs though. Do you have any 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 nuggets or anything? Uh, let's see here. No, not really. Yeah. And uh, like this is this the second no this is the third issue in a row where the turtles aren't really dealing with their own stuff. Yeah. They're dealing with other people's stuff. Uh, and the next two stories do finally swing back into the Turtles' realm of things, at least a little bit. Uh, and so let's let's keep it moving. Let's move uh, to, to issue 35. Because right. there's, there, there's a t- character that's returning that we haven't seen in a little while. This is true. Uh, issue 35. I, Peter Laird must have just ch- chose to do a bunch of covers because he's, he's done a lot of these. He did this really, one as well. I really like this cover. Yeah. We were talking about bird characters like two episodes ago, right? Yeah. I completely forgot about this, homie. Yeah. Uh, I Had you shown me a picture of this bird character, I would not have been... I still probably can't tell you his name, even though I read the comic yesterday. Okay. Issue 35 is called The Blackstone. So coming off of two pretty beefy stories, uh, this one has a lot of exposition or a lot of, of, of like text and dialogue doesn't have very, very much story though. Uh, it spends, uh, an alarming amount of time explaining to us what the Muslim religion is. Again, wh- why are we, why do, why is this in a kid's thing? Like why, why do we have to do all this? Not that there's anything wrong with being Muslim or Buddhist or anything. I don't know if this is the outlet for it. Right. This isn't the outlet for religious education, I guess. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm sure this is that's that's why IDW didn't reprint this stuff. More than likely, yeah. The 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 crux in this issue is uh, that the turtles are having to deal with a missing black stone. Uh, the black stone is at the center of the Muslim religion, uh, and they have after leaving Tibet, they caught several different rides uh, over to Saudi Arabia to. Mecca, which is the, the 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 spiritual home of the of Islam, I guess. Uh, I know that because I read it in this convenient comic book. Yeah, I knew that already, but you know, uh, the black stone has been stolen, is missing. We don't know, don't know who have it. Actually, the turtles don't even know that it's missing. They're just kind of attacked by this Birdman and uh, a bunch of, I guess. Arabs. Whoa, whoa. Arabs? Would we call them Arabs? Yeah. A- Arab warriors? It looks yeah. like a bunch of uh, dudes from the Arabian Nights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're they're just kind of, I don't want to say ambushed, just kind of caught off guard because Splinter is, is there telling them the story of, of, the, of the white stone and the black stone. And, like, 
was the yeah the black one is the one that is missing the white one is the one that is said to exist but has never been found correct yeah yeah and the turtles are blamed for the missing stone even though they didn't take it they had never even visited mecca they're not able to go to mecca because one they're turtles and two they're not muslim so that's pretty good reasoning for them not to have the stone yeah Uh, at the very end of the issue we find out uh that one of the leaders or the leader of the the arab uh combatants that they fight uh is the one and only shredder aka oroku saki dum 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 yes uh we have not seen him in quite some time the turtles have been you know gallivanting around the world uh and last time we saw him the turtles had uh freed him from his prison inside of krang's butt (laughs) i guess that's a delicate way to put it it's not delicate at all Yeah, it, it was that really weird episode, uh, issue, really weird issue that uh, Jim Lawson drew, where Shredder's body was taken over by Krang, and he did that by basically shoving Shredder's head up the the butt of Krang. Like it's, it's, it's is there a, a better weird, way to put it? Uh, it's so weird and gross. Does Krang have a butt? I don't know. Like a meat well, brain head puppet. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So that that's how it ends. Um, a lot of this issue was just kind of explaining what Mecha is and why it's important and why these two rocks are important. And then, hey, there's Shredder. What'd you think? I, you know, I it was an enjoyable read. You know, but like that exposition, it's just like I was like, why are we learning all about this again? Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just like, why is this in a kids comic? You know. Um, you get some nice action beats, some great panels. Yeah. Uh, again, the art is all over the place in this one. All over the place, good. All over the place, good. Okay. Um, you know, it's a turtle adventure, so we're going from place to place. <laughs> and it's funny you say that. I thought about that halfway through these books. I was like, this is—they're just really on these adventures all over the planet, aren't they? Yeah. So, so you're right. It, it does meet the need of the name, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the uh, how are you pronouncing that guy's name? Al 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 Falca. Al Falca. I'm, I'm sure there's a, a much more colloquial name we could, you know, pronunciation of that name. But yeah, Al Al Falca. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds about right. You know, and it's your typical, oh, you're my enemy. Nope, you're really not, you know. And that happens a lot. A lot in this series specifically. Yeah. On that's, paper, how we got, that's how we got the Mighty Mutanimals. That's right. <laughs> on, uh, on page 18, though, it looks like there are two Raphaels. Yeah, that one, that's the one that I was talking about, the, the, the oversaturation yeah. of the orange. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I knew that stuff kind of, you know, happened in the cartoons or whatever, but, you know, not as much in the comics. But, yeah. you, know, you know, you do see it from time to time. I wouldn't even call this one an error. It just like because it's two it's two different colors. Yeah, it's just in the printing process. The orange was just a bit darker than it should have been. Right. Uh, this one ends on like a fantastic cliffhanger. 
Oh, it does. You know, Splinter is passed out in a sandstorm. And as he's trying to, you know, as he immediately passes out, it, you know, we see Shredder and he's like, oh, the rat. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's it's a fantastic ending. It is. It is. I mean, again, I could have seen this. Well, they probably wouldn't have done this for television. No. Um, well, it might have, but, but yeah. Yeah I, I, yeah, I don't know if any of these uh, Middle Eastern uh, adventures here translate to TV as well as uh, a lot of the other stuff does. Yeah. And it really wouldn't translate to any of the shows. Like, it wouldn't translate to 2K3 or to 2012 really easily at all. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have. It's definitely a, a unique experience. Yeah. Issue 36. Uh, this one has a fantastic cover by Peter Laird as well. I really like this one a lot. Um, it is called Steel Breeze, which is a real nice 80s name. It sounds like some kind of like fancy hair product. Mm-hmm. It sounds like an episode of Miami Vice. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Like Steel Breeze starring Chuck Norris. I could see that. Yeah. Okay, this one picks up exactly where the previous one left off. Uh, Splinter is kidnapped. He's, sh- he's straight up kidnapped by the Shredder in the desert uh, of Saudi Arabia. Uh, but not for long. The turtles immediately find uh, Shredder and they're like, oh, what's he doing here? And a brawl breaks out. Uh, unfortunately, the brawl doesn't last very long uh, because some nameless character shows up with like a bubble shield shooter. Basically. And encapsulates all four of the turtles, Ninjara and their new buddy, Alfalca, uh, in this semi-permeable bubble that Donatello goes out of his way to explain the the pseudoscience of it. And it's then revealed by a double mask pull, mind you, that the the new character is Verminator X. Now, <laughs> I, I know anyone hearing this is not seeing it, but it's a character who pulls off his, like, Arabian costume, right? To reveal just a dude's face with a beard. And then he pulls off his face to reveal like a cat, like a Terminator cat man. My thing is, is if you're wearing like a, a, an, an, an Arabian costume that already covers your face, why do you need the skin mask? Showmanship? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 it was like a real laugh out loud kind of, I don't think they meant that to be funny situation yeah uh but verminator x is 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 very much a terminator ripoff um he's half cat half robot or i guess that would make him a a mutant cyborg he looks like kano from mortal kombat (laughs) he does look like a cat kano except the face is like reversed because like yeah i think kano's like metallic like eyes on the other side on the left, like the right side. Left side. One, of, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. And and now in this era of comic books and just media in general, it was very popular. It was very popular to have a character who's half, who's half, half their face was a robot. Like yeah. they even had a Superman whose head was a robot, except for Cyborg. one section that was, you know, Superman's face. Cyborg Superman. Yeah. 
so it's not really a surprise that this character exists. It's just a surprise that, hey, this is the guy who's working with Shredder. Yeah, and he likes to smoke, too. Yeah. Now, is this the first appearance of Verminator X? I think so. Yes, this is Verminator X's first appearance. Uh, he, he does come back a significant amount after this issue. So Good. It's good. He's, he's a cool character. Hmm. And he's not just one of those one-offs that, you know, like Catman do, that just kind of show up and disappear. Uh, let's keep it going, though. Uh, the turtles are still in their little bubble, and it's revealed that the Shredder is who stole the Blackstone, him and Verminator X. Uh, they're, they apparently have the White Stone, and they need the Blackstone to do something. What are they trying to do? Oh, uh, if they combine both of them, uh, immortality is the goal. That is, that's correct. Yes, immortality. That old chestnut. Uh, yeah. So these t- Verminator X and, and, and Shredder just kind of disappear, and they 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 basically s- tell tell the turtles we're we're gonna go. Uh, basically, we have a date with a time slip generator portal. Uh, y'all have fun in your little bubble. We're taking Splinter with us. And after some uh, finagling, the turtles finally get out of the bubble by poking it with Raph's sigh real deep. <laughs> they then they then send uh, a messenger falcon or whatever to to find the enemies. They find them like one oasis over, which is a, a really funny unit of measure. And they then take the tunnels under the sands to 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 find them. Sure, why not? They get there, uh, they end up having to fight foot super soldiers, uh, and Verminator X, and the Shredder, uh, and as they're fighting, the time slip portal opens. The Shredder grabs Splinter and starts running towards the portal, uh, and Ninjara does some Ninjara stuff, which we'll talk about in a moment, and right before, you know, they defeat the the, the, the super soldiers, right before they jump through the portal uh, with Splinter, the turtles point out, hey... Shredderman, you owe us because we, you know, saved you from that Krang nightmare you were in. He said, you're right here. You can have your master back, but we're even. And then him and Verminator X disappear in the time slip, presumably go to the future. Splinter is safe. Uh, and then Ninjara's like, uh, or, or no, Al Falca is all like, oh, no, they have the Blackstone. Uh, all is lost. And then Ninjara's like, no, bro, I'm a thief. Look what I've got. <laughs> And she totally stole the Blackstone and gave it back. Oh, yeah. So, happy ending uh, with some real cool, like, it kind of tells you where the story's going. Hey, the Turtles are going to have to deal with time travel pretty soon. Yeah. Because the, the Shredder knows how to travel through time. He's got a new buddy. They're trying all kinds of cool stuff. Um, this was a cool little peek into what's coming next. Mm-hmm while also dealing with their adventures in Saudi Arabia. What'd you think of this issue? I like this one. You know, again, it's like that continuation, like it just keeps building. Um, like a lot of the other Archie uh, issues, which, you know, I, I like to see instead of them being kind of one-offs, you know, yeah. like comics are supposed to be, you know, they're supposed to build on an overarching story. Um, and of course, eventually they reset and then, you know, start all over again. Um, 
just again, we've got some great, just fantastic art. There's some really great panels that stick out uh, to me. Like it, you can, t- it doesn't feel like it was like a rushed job, because like you see, there's a lot of detail and there's a lot of shading and you know to it, which for certain books you don't get a lot of that. You know, you know if they're trying to churn that stuff out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, we we both know. Uh, and our listeners know that, you know, in the early era of the Turtles explosion, they were cranking that stuff out left and right, uh, like an assembly, you know, factory. Yeah. Um, uh, probably some of my favorite panels are, um, let's see, where is it here? Like when Ninjara kicked uh, Shredder to the face, that was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite panel would be when Mikey and Don are fighting the Superfoot and Donatello just shoves his bow staff through the freaking guy's face out the back of his head. And Mikey just knocks his head off. The How do you decapitate a dude with a nunchuck? Come on. I just they're just they're made in, you know, Korea or <laughs> some you know other not not distant on korea uh but you know you can say it china oh made in china you know these 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 foot soldiers came in via wish if that's it that's it exactly <laughs> um now uh wish soldiers uh if they were made in japan they'd be a little bit more sturdier yeah um but it, it, but it but it is good to see the turtles use their weapons to destroy stuff for a change. Oh yeah, and like yeah. Leo does like this beautiful like shoulder slice right down to his like middle of his chest, like when you see it from the back. But I'm like, it's a beautiful shot, you know. Which I wanted to see more of in the cartoon. I was like, hey, they're robots, kill them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why they're there? Um. I dig Verminator. I think he's a pretty cool, you know, character. I'm like, dude, where'd you come from? You know, um, probably the future. Oh, no, uh, definitely the future. Um, let's see if I've got any nuggets here. <laughs> no, no, uh, no nuggets. Like, outside of the, like, the weird preachy and educational nature of these three issues mm-hmm. like this might be the strongest three issues they've had so far i'm inclined to agree like it of course that's a big caveat to be like mm, if you didn't have so much whatever but mm-hmm. like they're really hitting their stride and i'm sure i've said this before when talking about the series specifically but these felt good to read and those early earlier ones did not feel good to read. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. And, and that says a lot about, you know, a 30 year old book in 2021. Yeah, most definitely. It, it's, it's easy to read the IDW books and say, oh, these felt good to read because they're only like eight to six years old and there's, they still feel modern. These don't feel modern, but also are good reads. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, it's good to it's 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 a weird situation where it's good to see the Shredder return. Yeah, it's a very odd like of all places. Like, oh hey man, he's in the desert. 
Remember when we remember when we used to hang out, huh? Yeah, yeah. What you doing here, man? Well then, uh, let's talk about the next one. The next one is the last uh, book of the regular series that we read, uh, and it's a charming little romp back to Stump Asteroid uh, for issue number thirty-seven. This cover was also done by Peter Laird. Uh, and it's it's got a nice setup. It's like like a four panel turtles versus turtles. This is a wrestling issue setup. I love it. Yeah, I do too. Stumped again is the name of this one, uh, and it starts off with our, our our heroes in a half shell making their way through the desert. Uh, did they say where they had gotten to? Africa, which that's that's a really big continent. So I would I would probably assume this is Egypt. Or at least northern Africa, because it is very much a desert. They're making good time by being on foot. That's true. That that is true. Um, but no more worries. Cuddly the Cowlick is here. Our, our 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 favorite interdimensional de- decapitated cowhead <laughs> that is able to travel between time and dimensions uh, at at will. Uh, all he has to do is swallow his people, you know, the, the people he wants to take with him, and he's then able to travel. It's possibly the dumbest thing in all of Ninja Turtles fandom. Yeah. And I love it so much. Cuddly needs to, he needs to appear in other stuff. I agree. He hasn't appeared in IDW, and I feel like we need to get someone on the phone to explain why. So Cuddly the Catholic shows up and basically says that uh, Mr. Stump from Stump Asteroid uh, requests their presence uh, back at the the ring. And the turtles, desperate to get out of the desert, are like, sure. So Cuddly takes them to Stump Asteroid and they cut a deal. Uh, Stump and Sling say, if you fight in this week's episode, Cuddly will take you wherever and whenever you want to go. Yeah. And not really being able to turn it down because they're already there and they don't want to go back to the desert. They say, sure, we'll do it. You know, it's not like, not life threatening. It's just kind of a show. It's, it's, it's literally just wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, they, they, they reunite with, a, with some of their, their, their wrestling buds, uh, including crying, crying hound, uh, ace duck, our boy, ace duck or crunked duck. Cause man, he is stacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was always stacked in this uh, version. Yeah. Uh, and what was that other guy's name? Trap? Yeah. Yeah. He. I don't think he was a wrestler when they... No, he wasn't a wrestler when they met him last time. But he is now. And uh, Ninjara and Splinter have never been here. So they're just kind of taking in the view uh, from the crowd. And the Turtles have to fight each other. Which is a new wrinkle. Like they, they haven't had to do that in uh, the, the 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 stump stump asteroid wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and Ninjara and, and Splinter kind of have a moment where you know Splinter is looking at the universe and he's like, "This is so huge." You know, it's, it's he has a real um, almost religious experience looking out at the at, at the at the universe from Stump Asteroid. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and him and Ninjara talk about. Uh, the turtles growing up and her budding uh, romance with Raphael, you know, just, just, just got real, got real for yeah. a moment. Yeah. 
Uh, the turtles then have they, they get into the ring uh, and they have to fight each other. And very quickly, Michelangelo is taken down by Leonardo, just like immediately. And then following that, Raphael pins Leonardo, leaving only Donatello and Raphael left. Donatello then pins Raphael, leaving Donatello as the winner. Oh, wait a minute. The winner has to fight El Mysterio, who is oh. a f- <laughs> yeah, who is a four-armed, crying hound looking guy. And upon further investigation, it's just crying hound wearing a different costume. And instead of saying uh, my name's crying hound, he says Yo soy El Mysterio, which is hilarious. Yes. It's so funny because as Donatello is like blocking shots, he's like, wait a minute. You're the same dude. Yeah. <laughs> yo soy, yo soy El Mysterio. It's like, okay, they just taught him one line of Spanish. This, okay, this is this is wrestling is what this is. Yeah. Uh, and after the <laughs> Donatello ends up pinning him and winning uh, that week's version of uh, stump wrestling. Uh, and they get to jump into C- Cuddly's mouth and off they go. So uh, after a, a, quite a dramatic trip through Eastern or Eastern Asia, all the way through South Asia into Northern Africa, we get this fun little adventure in outer space or in another dimension uh, where it doesn't have too much, you know, story in it. There's the, the little moment between Ninjara and, and Splinter, but otherwise it's filler. It's fun. Uh, we get to see Ace Duck again, which for the record, this is like the third episode in a row where we've talked about Ace Duck. <laughs> for the record in case you in case you're keeping up yeah uh what'd you think of this one i i loved this issue like anytime we get to go back to intergalactic wrestling like i'm not a huge wrestling guy you know but i enjoy you know like the 80s style stuff and you know and, and you know and video games and stuff like that but um i don't know like i i dig the turtles costumes you know yeah um, yeah and it's a uh, shame we never got those action figures. Oh man, that would an be, absolute shame. Oh, that would have been so cool. Hey, NECA, get it's on not it. Not gonna happen, man. It's yeah. not gonna happen. Just don't, don't throw that negativity out there. It's not just, gonna just, happen. Just some some positive, itty Posi- positivity. Some positivity. Let's get that out. <laughs> um, I saw like, this is the first time that, like Splinter has ever seen Cuddly because like he didn't know. They're like, whoa giant cow face yep um and i love how ninjara is just like so that's a that's a big giant cow head okay okay what yeah and by the time they're digesting that that's a giant cow head they're literally being digested by the cow head yeah um what's the uh what's the so you've got uh stump and you've got the what's the guy with the sling uh, sling Sling. Freaking Ninjara. <laughs> it's just like so confused by Sling. It's like just picking all the money off his branches and by like the end of the panel, she's completely de- depleted him of cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It, it just it grows back. Yeah. Yeah. He just looks a little put out by it. But I'm like, this is great. It's like, hey. I could buy some fancy clothes. I can get some food. 
you know, with this intergalactic cash. Um, I like seeing, like, you've got the turtles' bandanas up over their eyes, which make them look like, you know, just regular, like, you know, Ryu-style Street Fighter headbands. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. Um, and seeing, like, Ace Duck, like, crunked out, man... It tripped me up because I always, you know, knew him as, you know, the guy in the leather coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he doesn't wear the aviator jacket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, he, he's 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 only been a wrestler in this version of the turtles. So. Yeah. There's a there's a scene where you see the audience and you see Splinter Ninjara, and it really looks like two of the aliens are Gar- Garadan. Or Long Snoot from the uh, the original, the first uh, 1977 Star Wars movie. The guy okay. that, uh, the, the spy that led the, uh, led the Empire to uh, Docking Bay 94. Sure. I'm going to act like I remember that. Yeah. Well, you can't miss him. Uh, there's, see the, the uh, little blue dog looking thing? Above Splinter, yeah, that looks a little bit like the the big dog character in Michael Dooney's Gizmo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't know if that's supposed to be him or it just it just kind of looks like him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but this was this was a fun. This is again, it's it's always fun when they go wrestling. So I have no complaints, zero complaints whatsoever. And it's and it's a really good like rip cord they can pull to get out of the desert and get back home. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now I don't remember what the next issue is. I don't know if they actually go home, but Hey, they say they're going home. Mm hmm. So we can only hope that that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, but that does it for the regular turtles issues that we read. Uh, we also read a quick and sh- quick and short, uh, April O'Neil miniseries. Mm-hmm. And I had completely forgotten the plot of this. I like I owned it. I still own it because I still have the old comics from when I was a kid. But uh, I remember like the cover of the first issue was always always stood out to me as just being amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Like very fourth wall breaking. Yeah, yeah. Just April O'Neil is like a fierce warrior, which, you know, I don't like that, but I can't argue with how good this looks. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of excited to dip into this because I legit don't remember it at all. I didn't remember what happened. Uh, so, uh, let's go ahead and jump in. This is the April O'Neil three issue miniseries, not the, was it May East saga? Is that what the other one is called? Uh, yeah, the May East saga. We we're not reading that one yet. We may read it in the future, but we're not reading it yet. Uh, this one is technically canon, the one that we are reading. So that's why we're reading it. Okay, I guess the name of this one is <laughs> You're Fired. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because there is no other real title to it. Um, April, uh, following the, her return to New York uh, after her journey with the Turtles, April and Oyuki, uh, they're back in they're in New York. Oyuki's never been to New York, so this is an adventure for her. Uh, side note on Oyuki, I double checked every single time we see her. Her eye is covered with her hair. You, we have never seen both of her eyes at the same time. 
Yeah. I'm starting to think that one of them might be missing. It's entirely possible. We have no evidence otherwise. No. Uh, but April is fired because, of course, she's been out of the country adventuring with the turtles, and it's kind of hard to keep a job as a news reporter if you're not reporting the news. And we don't know how long she's been gone. Like, it could have been a couple of months. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She she mentions in this issue that she had been gone several different times, plus some vacation she took. So she probably deserved to be fired. Yeah. You know, it it stands to reason someone would get fired. Well, um, during her day where she uh, got fired, she stumbles upon a, basically a, a street gang – uh, and then stumbles upon a street gang war happening between two rival gangs called uh, the Dog Star Gang mm-hmm. uh, and the Golden Triangle. Uh, I I want to say Dog Star is the name of Keanu Reeves's band. That would make sense. It is <laughs> Dog Star. <laughs> Dogstar is the name of, of Keanu Reeves' band. What if he got it from this comic? I don't think so. You this, never I'm know? Sh- I, this, let's see. No, Dogstar existed in 1991. I think these are all post-91. Okay. So it's it's possible it's the other way around. But the two gangs are the Dogstar Gang and the Golden Triangle. Uh, and they do not like each other at all. No. And April comes, you know, stumbles upon this gang war uh, and uses her her newly acquired ninja skills to just kind of get out, you know, get out of trouble. And she decides this is going to be my news story. I'm going to figure out what's going on with this gang gang war, uh, report it, and uh, I'll continue my job as a news reporter. Not necessarily at that same outlet, but that's just what she does. Yeah. Uh, Oyuki, was that it? Yeah. Okay. She is a smoker, and yeah. no one likes it, and she doesn't like that she can't just smoke anywhere she wants in the United States. That uh, becomes important. But she's basically living with uh, April right now uh, while they figure out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the the issue, the two sides of the gang war are very angry with each other, obviously. Uh, and there's a promise of black magic being used, whatever that means. Um, what'd you think of this first issue? You know, having never read this, like I enjoyed it, you know, for, for, for what it was. Um, and it just, it seems to be a very plausible plot where, you know, April's just going home on the subway and then, you know, boom, ninjas, ninjas, <laughs> because, you know, why not? You know, it's New York. You know, this, yeah. this kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I don't mean this as as a dig to the, the, the ongoing adventures like run, but April O'Neil got more character development in this one issue than the Turtles have gotten in, like, 32 issues in their own comic. That's kind of crazy. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, I I also would like to note that 
we don't recognize any of April O'Neil's co-workers. None. Vernon isn't there. Mr. Burns not. Is it Mr. Burn? Yeah. Burn. Yeah. Uh, and Irma's not there. Like all these people are brand new people made up for the comics. I don't know if there was like a, a reason for that. Like they, they just did not want to use the characters from the TV show on purpose or I, I, I don't know. It's possible to maybe differentiate it from, you know, the show and kind of make it its own thing. Or it could have been a rights issue. It could. Yeah. I, I really have no idea what, what, you know, why it's, what was his name? Mr. Murdoch or whatever was her boss in this. Yeah. No, uh, Murdoch. Yeah. Murdoch Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it was weird, but not that weird. Uh, at this point, the adventures turtles are so far removed from their, their, their television origins that, it, I guess it does make sense to reset all that stuff. It's just, it's weird. Yeah, it, it kind of threw me for a loop, too, because I've never read this. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much else to say. Uh, it the, the only other real note I have is the, the, the Japanese dragon guy, who we still don't know his name, uh, it's obvious that she's got a thing for that guy. Yeah, she's the power of the dragon. <laughs> he just said it like of course Sergio he's got the power of the dragon yeah hey girl hey girl you want some of this dragon <laughs> yeah it's it's just it's cool that they're they're giving her a love interest you know yeah. especially one that's not Casey Jones his name Chu yeah okay yeah his name is Chu that's right so that's a that's a fun little subplot that's happening. Yeah. Uh, the 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 gang war stuff doesn't really get good until the next couple issues anyway. So let's just jump there. Yeah. I mean, before we do that, I do legit like the lighting on the subway fight. Mm-hmm. On those panels, like I really I really kind of dug that fight. Oh, cool. Yeah. Next issue. Next next issue is issue two. This one is named the Chinatown Connection. So uh, by the by the beginning of this this issue, April has has convinced Oyuki to be her camera person, and so they're they're trying to to find this gang war and and report on it as investigative journalists, uh, and going to like a donut shop, they ran into literally the gang, and then immediately a gang fight breaks out. <clears throat> Uh, they're able to like they blow up this store and the you know fire firefighters show up and April is able to track this the this, this gang by following a trail of what is this uh like chicken juice <laughs> what no sweet and sour sauce I'm sorry <laughs> yeah yeah chicken juice sweet and sour sauce. She tracks him into into like into the uh the sewers, and they're liter literally like investigating a trail of sweet and sour sauce. They get down there and they're attacked by uh the the gang that they're following, and we we meet the the, the guy from the end of the first book. His name is Johnny Yin. He's using black magic to do all kinds of cool weird magic things under New York. Uh, 
they're then attacked by uh, the dog stars and another fight breaks out. It's just like back to back to back, just wherever April goes with these gangs gets attacked like immediately. Uh, and, and then what's his name again? Johnny, Johnny Yen. He turns into a spider guy. I don't want to say spider man. Cause that's not a, that's, that's not in turtles, but Uh-oh. he like turns into this eight armed spider thing. And, just all out war has broken uh broken out underneath New York and then through the hole in the wall pops out our buddy Chen Khan from the previous turtles uh, arc uh did, if if you remember reading that from last time didn't see that coming i did not i did not uh i i do like that they're they they are inextricably weaving this miniseries into the main series because it could have been someone that we've never met before and this story not mean anything to us but since there are some some story roots there it makes wonderful sense yeah what did you think of this one i liked it you know it's again never never you know having read this um i was just enjoying the read uh I also think it was uh, interesting that the, you know, of course the only eye that, you know, Oyuki doesn't have covered is the one that she uses for the camera. <laughs> uh, which was, uh, which was great. I, I, I admire their, like their, their commitment to, to always putting her hair in her face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it it is a little confusing because like when the the store's on fire, there's a fireman that shows up. I'm like, is that Chu? It is. Like in that one panel on like page five, it doesn't look like him. So at first I was like, wait, who is that guy? Um, yeah, that's that that is definitely Chu. Yeah, until we uh, later see her uh, kissing him. So I was like, oh, okay, that's got to be Chu, not some random firefighting dude. And of course they say it they say it later, but. Um, you know, that definitely helps. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm enjoying it. You know, yeah, like out, outside of the convenience of fights breaking out everywhere that she visits, the story makes sense. Yeah. You know, and it, it's and the, the the moment that his like those spider arms pop out of that guy's body, I was like, oh, they're going full on bonkers. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Okay. We got one more. One more. One more. The conclusion of the April O'Neil miniseries, issue three, is called Big Trouble Under Chinatown. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, so Chen Khan is in is in the picture now, uh, and they very quickly go into his backstory, explaining why he's here and how he connects to uh, these gangs that are at war. Uh, and we find out that the giant blue being that uh, – what's his name? You? We find out that the big blue monster guy that Chu? Yes. That Chu fought uh, in like 20, 15 issues ago in, in, the, in the main comic, uh, fought as a dragon, w- turned Chen Khan into the cat being that he is. Or is it a dog being? I think it's a dog being. 
yeah, he's like this dog cat thing. And he you know, tracked all this back to, to New York. And the one thing that the Spider-Man has, Spider-Dude, Spider-Dude has is like this elixir that keeps him young. He, he's apparently lived uh, for centuries uh, drinking this elixir. And Chen Khan is there to steal his elixir from him. Uh, he does so, and the spider guy just straight up withers into nothing and basically dies. Yeah. Chen Khan's in like, haha, we win. Uh, I'm going to drink this elixir, and you're, you y'all are all screwed. He goes to drink it, and it's knocked out of his hands by April O'Neil, of course. Uh, let's see. The big climax of the of the issue uh, has Chu the in his uh, firefighter uniform coming down to you know help because hey something bad is happening. He he basically says hey I can I can turn I can turn into a dragon if you need me to bro. Uh, but he does not. He doesn't have to. April is able to defeat him by basically just beating him with ninja stuff. You know she has a sword. And then no. out of nowhere, that big blue monster guy, uh, is it Noi Tidar? Noi, no, no, Noi Tidar? Something like that. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, just kind of blips into existence, grabs Chen Khan, and then disappears out of existence, just kind of blipping him away. Presumably into another dimension or another realm uh, to, to, to answer uh, for the, the, you know, all the, his his actions in this uh, this issue. It's 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 a real nice climax where I really liked that April did the fighting. Like I, again, I'm not a good I'm, I'm not I don't like April fighting. But if you're gonna make her a ninja, make her get herself out of her troubles. Yeah, and they made her do that for the most part. I I, I like I, I liked putting the onus of victory on April O'Neil. Uh, she then shares a passionate kiss with Chu. Uh, we saw that coming. Uh, we then see her reporting on the fire and the gang wars. So apparently, uh, whatever she did worked. Uh, she is now a what? How they refer to it? Oh, she's now a freelance uh, reporter. Uh, her her boss shows up in the on the last page to offer her job back with you know numerous bouquets of flowers. And April's like, I don't need you, bro. I'm a strong, independent woman now. I'm a freelancer. <laughs> I even have a cameraman and a and a big dragon boyfriend. There you go. And 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 uh, Oyuki throws her cigarettes out the window, saying, "I quit." Yeah, because they almost got him killed. Yeah, yeah. The, actually, the cigarettes are how that that's how April was able to create a distraction to actually get the upper hand. Yeah. Uh, she she knocked Oyuki's cigarette into uh, a big thing of gasoline and started the fire that that uh, started the, the the big climactic ending. So it uh it's it's a story with a with good bookends. You know, mm-hmm. here's where we start. Here's where you're fired, and at the end you have the the boss who's like, no, we want you back. So it's like everything kind of fits real nice between that. We get some backstory on a character that we had zero backstory on before. We tie him into an earlier story and also make this gang war make sense across uh, two different continents. Like, it's a surprisingly well-structured tale. 
I will agree. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Again, I agree with you on, you know, letting, you know, April get out of her mess, you know, by her own means. Um, in fighting course, you know, she's been around the turtles for a while, so she's picked up a thing or two. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm totally fine with her being a warrior, whatever, because she's, you know, she's an independent woman. She can be whatever she wants. That's true. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got some good panels, got some good action beats, um, you know, throughout. Um, and, uh, I mean, just overall, it's like you said, it's, it's got a, a beginning, a middle and an end. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, that's it that's is a it. three issue like, miniseries that has a beginning, middle and end. <laughs> well, it, instead of like maybe them going on and then well, they might continue some of this later. I'm not sure because I have, you know, I haven't read any of that far. But like, you know, it's. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, like, I don't know how well this this did. I don't know if, you know, if it's looked upon fondly, 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 uh by you know the the fans of the uh the adventures comics but yeah. I, I feel like it's it does the april character justice in ways that a lot of the other versions of april just don't really do yeah you know she's just kind of window dressing uh in in most stories so to 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 to, to give her the reins to carry an entire three issue miniseries is bold and it works it does uh, I, I like Oyuki's character more and more the more I read her. Uh, I I don't know if I if I really understand this Chu character being handsome because I don't I don't think he's really been drawn handsome at all in any of this. He's just kind of a funny looking guy. He's he's got a dad bod. He, well, he does have a dad bod, but he's like a budget Jackie Chan. Ooh. And I don't even think Jackie Chan's an attractive guy, right? Um, I'm not watching his movies for his, for his looks. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's like, I like that she has a love interest. It's weird that it's that guy. Yeah. Well, I, I've already explained the Sergio. You got the power of dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, that does it. Uh, we made pretty good time on this one. Yeah, we did. Um, what, what, what are your final thoughts? Again, like, you know, just, kind of like going through just random issues of adventures growing up and like being able to revisit them in this capacity. I'm having like a deeper appreciation for those uh, issues and just kind of like, you know, overall, because I feel like it, it, it doesn't get a lot of love from some of the, the, the fandom, you know, it, it, mainly because of the time you still had the mirage book going on uh in in addition to this one so they're like oh you know whatever but it's not bad it's it's watered down but it's not nearly watered as watered down as the cartoon uh was like i feel like that adventures is exactly what minus the social commentary what the cartoon (laughs) should have been yeah yeah you know and I've said it many times. Yeah, I like I when I step back and think about like the creation and existence of the, like this run of comics, you're you're exactly right. It doesn't get much attention. It didn't even get that much attention when it was new. 
Yeah. You know, it, it was just kind of that thing that was on the rack at the grocery store. Yeah. And every issue was there for 30 days or until it sold out and it was gone. There's not a documented reverence for all of this stuff. And even tracking down physical copies of this is tough. It is. Like, I do remember, now that you mention it, though, like, I do remember being on, like, a family trip. And we stopped at a gas station to get some snacks or whatever. And I would always kind of, like, check out the newsstand. And I remember seeing, I think, two, like, little mini trades for the Archie comics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the early books, absolutely. They were put into, uh, like, digests. Like, the, the people who did these, like, the art and the writing and, 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 and like, the storyboarding, and it, like, they worked very hard. Like, these are well-put-together books yeah. for them just to be a flash. You know, they're they're there and then they're gone. If you missed it, you missed it. If, you know, if you happen to track it down 30, 30 years later, you're one of the few people that, you know, have a copy and can enjoy this stuff. It's 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 really bizarre to me that something can have such a small impact mm-hmm. and be as good. And because and, and, I would just expect all these books to be garbage. Right. You know. But they're not. Yeah, and and I and I do love that about it. That's pretty much all I got. Yeah, and folks, this, if you enjoyed, you know what you've heard and uh, are curious about these issues, visit your local comic shop. See if you can find some stuff. Um, track them down because uh, they're they're fun, enjoyable reads. Yeah, and and, and as I said before, I, I wish I could tell you, hey, here's an easy way to do it. I don't know of an easy way to read any of these. Yeah. Other than tracking down, you know, there are ways like they, they do exist out there in digital form, but they you may have to, you know, jump through some hoops to find them. Um, other than that, prepare to dish out some some cash because right. if, if your comic shop knows what they have, they will be priced appropriately. What are we talking about next time, Jeff? That's a very good question, Sergio. What are we talking about next time? Next up is episode 65. So what does that mean? Character spotlight. Who are we spotlighting this time? See, are you asking me? I don't have the list in front of me. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I, want, I want you to guess, Jeff. Oh. Um, well, it's not Shredder. No, we've done Shredder. We've done Bebop and Rocksteady, Leatherhead... Baxter Stockman, Casey Jones, April O'Neil, Splinter. Are we doing Krang? Not yet. See, I give up. Th- well, th- I'm going to give you one more guess. Think a character that has appeared in almost every version of the Turtles. Hmm. Man, I got nothing. We're going to talk about our buddy, the Rat King. Oh! Yeah. So tune in next time for our quick chat about the Rat King. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be next week or in two weeks. We'll decide by next week. Um, Jeff, in the meantime, do you have big news to share with us about Warp Zone? Uh, well, we're working towards it. Uh, we're, wor- we're working towards reopening. We've got to get you know all the stuff in place. Um, but uh, hopefully very, very soon. And we will, I will be make sure to uh, make a big announcement about it uh, when we are ready and set to reopen. 
cool, cool, cool. Uh, I guess back to the whole vaccination news. That means me and you will be recording in person soon. Yeah, with pizza. Be, with pizza, we're going to be watching the the 2014 movie. Oh. Uh. Uh, <laughs> As always, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, under just look for the uh, Circle Controller logo. Um, you know, we do birthday parties, tournaments, um, specialize in retro and modern games. Uh, Neo Geo uh, games are some of our biggest, um, most well played games uh, in the arcade. Um, and we also have a Discord. If you are interested in joining our Discord, please uh, just message us over Facebook, uh, and we will uh, make sure you guys are able to join us. Uh, where can we find you, Sergio? Uh, well, you can find me on Reality Breached, but I want to specifically point you in the direction of debriefing and cocktails. Reed Walker and I are really, really loving our journey through the James Bond movies, and we want you to come along with us. Uh, you can find debriefing and cocktails on realitybreach.com or any of your uh, favorite podcast players. Uh, we're watching every Bond movie up, like kind of building up to the release of No Time to Die. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, please check it out. It's it is fun. It's absolutely fun. Reed Walker gets to host it, and he's so bad at it. It's so great how bad he is at hosting. It's fun. Uh, well, until next time, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.